Welcome to Unleashing Your Inner Man through powerful communication with your host, Tom Johnson III, bringing real conversations and practical tools to help you be the man you are meant to be. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Johnson III from Unleashing Your Inner Man. Today, we have a great guest on the podcast today. Uh, Catherine, thank you for joining us. For having me. Okay, so uh, this is Catherine Lyle from Integrated Men's Health. She is a men's health and porn addiction specialist, a practitioner, speaker, coach, and author of what your mates, what your mates don't tell you about porn and why your dick doesn't work anymore. For our American listeners out there, what your mates don't tell you means what your friends don't tell you. Um, Catherine's from Australia. There's our fun English lesson. And she also has one more book called What No One Told You About Pornography. And at the end of this podcast, we'll have more details about how to receive the free ebook and her two-week masturbation challenge for those of you who may be watching porn a little more than you might know about. Okay, so once again, Catherine, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm super excited about this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so listener, viewers, listeners, uh, what we're going to do is we have some questions. We're going to have a discussion about um, porn addiction, which maybe some people may not even be aware of. I personally was not even aware of it until I personally started mentoring men. I was like, whoa. And I was like, whoa, I did that too. So um, exciting topic. Um, it's not something you really hear about too often. So we are here to bring awareness to improve the quality of your lives and overcome anything making your life suck. So, Catherine, what is yeah. your personal definition of porn addiction? Okay, so um, this comes from, this has changed for me over the years as the, the more that I work with men and the more hands-on stuff that I do and the more research I do, and then when you start to study men, uh, the textbooks start to um, disappear because you're actually dealing with the hands-on stuff. Mm. Um, and basically my personal definition of what we use in clinic is that if you're watching porn regularly, then you have a porn addiction. Um, so when we define regularly, it's mm. anything more than, it's once a month or more, which is quite surprising for most people. Mm. Um, because you know they think, oh, well, it's only once a month. But the guys that are watching it once a month are only masturbating that one time, uh -huh. so they're reliant on the porn. And when you dig a little deeper, uh, you'll find out that there's a, a 30 to 50 year porn addiction there. Um, so it's a long term thing, and the damage is still there. You can still see the erectile dysfunction and the mental health issues and and the disconnection from sex and women. So, so that's. Um, the definition, obviously, we look at uh, the, de the dependency a once a month is nowhere near as bad as, you know, three times a day. Mm. Uh, and I have treated by proxy uh, a, a young man in the state who was 16 and he was masturbating 36 times a day, every day. Ooh. 
so he was nearly dead and I'm, and I'm not joking, suicidal and very unhealthy uh, and impotent as well. I hadn't mm. even kissed a girl. So, mm. you know, I, I go from once a month guys to 36 times a day and everyone in, the, in, in between that um, mm. is classified as a porn addiction because, um, you know, it can be long-term, it can be mm. a 30, 50 year porn addiction. For most men it is, for most men it's more than 10, 20 years, depending mm. on how old they are, obviously. Mm. Um, and you're looking at the frequency of how often you're doing it, you know, in a month or a week, and then also the dependency. So if you can't masturbate without it ever, it doesn't matter, how, even if it's twice a year, you still have a porn addiction because you're addicted to, to the stimulation. Um, so, yeah, that's how we, how we define it in clinic. And the research came back as 97% of men are doing that regularly. So it's, it's just about everybody. Um, so, yeah, we take away the word addiction and we just talk about regularly and it kind of changes the energy around the word and the stigma. Uh, and then everyone's on board <laughs> because everyone's watching it regularly and they can't, def they can't um, deny that. Whereas they'll deny the word addiction. So it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. This reminds me of the phrase the I think I think it was a kind of a spoof or a parody. The internet is for porn and um, <laughs> definitely, definitely, Definitely different when I was a say a teenager where it was just magazines and now it's like whoa yeah. you just pick up a phone so yeah. I, yeah yes yeah and that's the problem that's why I'm steering the business towards teens and my latest book um, is about is aimed at them for the younger generation because they literally suicidal and impotent before they leave high school these guys are scared to go near girls they haven't been on dates they haven't had sex even though they've seen everything and they've got their you know porn in their pocket literally every single day whenever they want to watch it um and it's really really it, it's actually been declared a global health crisis um internationally so yeah not it's not it's not a good thing <laughs> porn in your pocket that makes it so obvious yeah. it's in your pocket yeah. i mean instead of having a picture folded up in your wallet okay totally me i had a picture folded up in my wallet now it's like you got the videos I wasn't, when I was a teenager, yeah. I had the picture that I went to a friend's house and we like snuck off and we, we like found a yeah. printer somewhere and it, <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. I mean, like, and now yeah. it's like, oh, oh, here's my phone. When, <laughs> yeah. When the internet first came out, you actually had to um, enter a porn site to watch porn. It wasn't, you couldn't just Google it. It wasn't there. You had to actually go into a link and then go onto a porn site and then put in your credit card and, mm. and all that stuff. And, and obviously that's not the case anymore. Mm. Um, and, you know, uh, we just got the stats earlier this year, we got the stats back from Pornhub and uh, they got 5 billion more hits than the previous year um, on, their, on their site. So not just 5 billion in total, 5 billion on top more. of what they did in 2017, yeah. So it's really bad. And a third of that is women as well so that it's not just the guys okay yeah mm. oh this leads uh so <laughs> I, I yeah this i mean well that's a whole different dynamic and um which would be a different conversation <laughs> as yeah. um yeah. we're aiming this at men right now mm -hmm. but this yeah. leads this i, I read your ebook and it was fantastic i, I absolutely loved it and um confirmed a lot of things i've learned myself and learned some new things too can you tell us more about what you call the monster? Okay, so the monster is the thing that men have created, 
in their life around porn and masturbation, sexuality, being nude, um, women, all of that stuff is all in one like little package and I call it the monster because there's no other word for it. When you treat these guys every single day and you see what it's actually doing to them, um, it, it, it is rightfully called the monster. So we're looking at um, so the time of day that you masturbate the reason why you're masturbating. So you might be doing it to get to sleep or because you're bored or um, it's four o'clock or your wife's not home or, you know, whatever it is. So there's stress, anxiety, all of those things. So it's the reason, it's the way that you're touching yourself as well. Um, it's the, because a woman's never going to touch you the same way as that. Um, then you've got the time of day um, that you're doing it. Uh, you've got the emotions around it. So there might be some guilt and shame and, uh, for example, because your wife doesn't know that you masturbate or you're trying to hide that from her. Um, and then there's the secrecy around it, which is part of the addiction. It's actually part of the addiction and the thrill mm. to not tell anyone about mm. it. And I know men that are actually leaving dinner parties and going out with friends to actually go and watch porn and then come back to the, to the party. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of secrecy going on and I hear a lot of stories. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the, using it as a tool for, for something as well. And then you've got um, any other stimulants or like lubrication or, you know, whatever it is that you're using and that you're used to using. There's also the, the content of the porn um, that you're watching. And obviously that's going to change over time. Um, the position that you get into when you're masturbating. I know some guys that cannot orgasm unless they are on their hands and knees and they're watching a certain thing at a certain time with certain lube, you know, this, these variables that have mm. to be there mm. for these guys to actually get off is, is quite um, full on. Mm. Um, it also includes um, the the religious and cultural background that you have and the belief systems around that. Then you've got your childhood um, programming as well. So any uh, stuff around sexuality, being nude, masturbation, any of the shame or guilt or Catholic or, you know, whatever it is around that. Um, and then there's also the rejection in there um, from all the women uh, in your life. So, mm -hmm. so that's, in a nutshell, <laughs> it's a big nutshell, yeah. uh, and it's and it's called the monster. And um, my job is to identify what the monster is um, and change all of it. So we reprogram all of it, and we we literally throw it up in the air, and we see where it all starts to fall naturally. And we gradually take elements out, and we heal things. And you know, it, it's it's a bit of a process, um, but it's a very effective complex healing system that's the one in person and then there's obviously coaching and stuff around that um but the the, the goal is the same is to get rid of this monster yeah so uh the um the thing that popped in my mind just uh, uh, something yeah. that maybe other people can relate to most people i believe is so personally when i was i was raised in the states um mm -hmm. you did not see your family members naked never no and if you, and, and mom made sure the bathroom door was closed. And if we, if your, if your toilet is in the same room as the uh, shower or bathtub, the curtain was closed and you only went if you absolutely had to, because peeing outside is showing your penis outside, which is more horrific. Um, yes. This is the underlying message. And then um, I, I moved to Japan where people get into hot springs and everyone's naked. And I was like, it was so liberating. Wow. Yeah, it was so liberating. Yeah. I, this is, was just my personal opinion. I'm like, you're naked. Who cares? Yeah. However, there was um, 
as you mentioned, there's a cultural kind of thing you don't even yeah. think about unless you sit down and go, mm. hmm, you know, you yeah. examine it as exactly. I'm, sounds like you do with these men. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. So, no, yeah. It's definitely different. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, how, it's how you grew up. It's, it's how, you, I mean, sex education, that topic alone Oh, I could just talk about for, for days, the, the lack of sex education in our kids' lives, including us, you know, I'm Generation X and, you know, we, we, there was nothing and we were in a Catholic school. So we, we saw the cross section of the penis and, you know, the vagina and it had all the, the, the parts and, and that's, that's basically it. It was for reproductive purposes mm. only. We weren't allowed to talk about condoms or um, erections or sex or anything. Um, we were watching a video in grade five, I think, that, where did I come from? And it was an animated little, you know, um, characters and stuff in it. And, and it was just mortifying because none of our parents had said anything to us. So here you are sitting with all your peers and the teachers are like, have you got any questions? You've got your parents sitting next to you and you've got all your friends around you and just like, please kill me now, <laughs> you know, and that, that education means you go out into the world with no knowledge of your own body at all nothing hmm. like so how can you know how other other people's bodies work and what's normal and what's not there's no boundaries there's no consent because you don't understand what's important to you what you should value um how your body even works in terms of orgasm and um and sexuality and even hmm. bodily functions you know semen and how the testicles work like all of those things we don't we don't have the education um most of us for the most part or haven't in the past anyway. So mm. I think that really, really ties into, um, you know, the, the biggest thing I hear and know is that men have used uh, porn as a, as a tool for sex education and it's part of our culture, just mm. like it is in, in most countries. Um, mm. And it, it is the worst thing that you can actually educate yourself with. If you want to learn how to have sex, do not watch porn. <laughs> oh. You know, they're, they're they're doing it wrong. <laughs> you know, the connection and the energy work and all of the stuff you can actually experience with, a, a, you know, a union with somebody, even if it's a one night stand, to be able to express yourself in that way and have those bodily um, energy rushes and knowing how to use that energy and breath work and all of those things is mind blowing, you know, to someone that comes into my sphere and experiences that with me yet, you know, they just come in doing the porn moves and it's like this position that position. I'm like, Oh, what is, what's happening right now? Mm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of um, conditioning there uh, for most, most, well, for every man that watches porn basically. So Oh yeah. So yeah, we have, sounds like there's uh guys going out there who are, who have not trained to be porn actors and yeah. porn actors. There's a, there's a script. It might, might not be the best Hollywood high rated. It's an act. It's not real. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm completely throwing this out from personal experience because what you talked about, I also went through or, or I thought I was the manly stud. And then if I, if I lasted, only if I lasted one hour, even the average is eight minutes, then only then am I worthy of, you know, having sex or having as many women as I want. And it's just, ugh. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know when chicks are throwing up after having sex, there, there might be a, might be something not good about that. Not my personal experience. I didn't do it. 
I, I was, I was, yeah, personally, I was very exploratory in the videos I watched. So this, oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's guys that have done the same thing or are doing the same thing. So it's the conditioning. So they don't actually, they don't have anything to compare it to mm. because they're watching porn every day from a very young age, normally mm. before they have sex. So when mm. they have sex, they're like, oh, oh, hang on, this isn't what I thought it would be, or, you know, I've got to, I've got to steer this ship towards what I think it should be in my conditioning, mm. which is what porn is. And the women are like, Whoa, what's happening here? Like, why are you treating me that way? Why, what, what's happening? Like, where am I right now? Like, who are you having sex with? Mm. What number am I? That's how it feels. Yeah. Um, as men that watch porn, a big statement here, men that watch porn cannot be present sexually. They just can't. For the brain reasons, there's brain damage, there's um, disconnect, there's uh, complete lack of sexual energy, there's no, there's no connection whatsoever, and they're just not present. Uh, and uh, my job now is to teach the women to have those standards around, um, you know, their partners and and men that they meet that they step up. Uh, and be present in the bedroom and that means not ejaculating over someone else's vagina every single day you know mm. it's it's you know step up and and i just did a video called fuck your woman because no one's doing that they're all just mm. watching porn and fucking a screen instead so it's not okay oh. very passionate about this <laughs> yeah I, I totally get it yeah. this um i mean this works with any the way we form any belief or anything so or behavior so the guys, instead yeah. of actually like fucking his woman, he's he's yeah. uh, he's turning on the switch that said, "Oh, this is the memorized movie I have. Now let me put yeah. me in the place of the guy with the twelve-inch cock that's like you know thicker than yeah. my forearm, <laughs> and watch me go. Oh, yeah. well, she loves being stroked yeah. with a ball in her mouth, and, and she's yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. porn. That's what it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Some of it, and that's I mean, what you get. Yeah. That's what you get on the, uh, that's what you end up on the receiving end of guys are choking. They're putting their hands on your throat. They're, they're just pumping away at some hole. And you're like, what, what is this? What, what is this? <laughs> so they're doing it all wrong and yeah. we're trying to change it. So yeah. Yeah. We can talk about this all day. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the more we talk about their home, oh, like, I'm like, Oh my God, I totally relate to this. I went through this um, experience myself um, earlier in life and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. It's like, woo. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, in case you listeners don't know, uh, we are all about honesty, honesty, authenticity, and not um, not putting a filter on the way we no see filter. reality. Um, <laughs> you can disagree yep. or agree or agree. You know what? I forgot to say this at the beginning. I hope you get one thing out of this uh, interview that improves the quality of your life. That's always my uh, message on these podcasts. So yeah. I think you mentioned this in your monster definition. Um, if you already have, just say, I already answered it. I think you answered some of them. Like, um, what are some of the common like triggers? Like what what is the circumstances? Like the actual, like this happens and then the guy yeah. pulls out his porn and, and jerks off. So Instagram would be the first thing I would say, uh, definitely Facebook as well. Um, I dated a guy a couple of years ago and that's why I do what I do because I call him the porn angel. And if he's watching, hi. <laughs> um, because he came into my life with a severe porn addiction, um, mm. hid most of it, pretended it wasn't as bad as it was, wouldn't really tell me details. I wasn't specialising in it. 
um, at that stage, but I was seeing some things happening. Um, and his body would shut down. He, he couldn't get it up. He couldn't keep it up. Like, you know, it was this, this pressure on him. Um, so I was able to analyse things that were happening with his behaviour that I hadn't noticed before because no one had ever admitted to me that they had a porn addiction. So I have seen the behaviours, but it didn't kind of put it all together. Um, and he would lay next to me in bed scrolling through his Facebook and it was just uh, boobs and women bent over and, you know, skin and chest and, and models and whatever. And my daughter was, you know, laying next to me and we were all guys just chatting in bed and he was mm -hmm. scrolling and I just said to him, can you put your phone away for me? And he's like, what? And I'm like, I don't want my daughter to see, like I was in shock. I was like, could you just not scroll through that feed? That's, you know, and every time I've had to delete a lot of male friends from my Facebook because they like and share posts that have pornographic images on them and or soft porn, let's say. And it's it's just like, I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see that they're seeing that shit, you know. So Facebook and Instagram are the biggest ones, triggers for guys. After doing, um, you know, working with men and stuff, I do ask them these questions. And um, even a fully clothed model is a, is a trigger for guys um, who have a porn addiction. I must say that because the porn addiction is a brain addiction and it drives you to find your next fix, your next hit. It's exactly the same as a drug addiction, right? So, so when these guys are out in public and looking at you know, things online, their brain is constantly looking for that next hit. So, and it might be daily cycle that they're on. It might be three times a day, but they're always looking for this inspiration, right? So when they see it, it triggers them and they go, there it is. Whereas a normal guy, let's say, the one that doesn't watch porn, and I've only met 15 who don't, um, they can appreciate a good looking, oh, well, there's another one, <laughs> who can appreciate a, an attractive woman, even a woman that's, you know, in bikinis and, and whatever, but they don't feel the need to come instantly. Mm. There's no, that, that connection is the chain that we try and break when we mm. break um, porn addiction because it's A, it's inappropriate. Um, and these men are out there working with women who, and they're getting uh, turned on or uh, triggered, it's not really turned on. They think it's a turn on, but it's not, it's just a trigger. They're being triggered by work colleagues, um, guys that were video, uh, you know, they just have to go into the toilets and wank all the time. And it's so inappropriate um, to have these triggers. And being a woman in this world, knowing, you know, men are always telling me I wanked over your pictures and all of this stuff. And I'm like, wow, thank you. Thanks for that. <laughs> Um, so Facebook and Instagram, definitely a trigger. Any kind of nudity, so the beach is, is a trigger for guys that have a porn addiction, um, whereas normal people would just get turned on and then find a real person to actually, like, experience that, you know, that sexual energy with. These guys just have to have to quickly watch porn and wank, and they will do it anywhere. Um, other, other triggers are, like, emails that you get, and I get them all the time, and messages through Instagram where women are offering to do things and take and watch watch my video and you know join me and you know they're scams and you have to pay money and you know all of those things so they're they're everywhere um dating sites are triggers for most people and you know i i have guys come in and literally say to me it's easy to get sex these days and i'm and i just go Ugh. Like, it's just gross. The whole thing's gross. The women that are putting out with strangers and the men that are just going around hunting down, you know, the next fix, 
um, just like the porn addiction. So dating sites, advertising, you know, just stuff on TV and, and out and about and, you know, lingerie advertising, you know, things like that. Um, boredom is a trigger. Mm. Uh, hangover is, is a big trigger. Um, and stressed and anxious and depressed, all the emotional stuff, um, you know, someone's rejected you, have a wank. Someone's not, you know, treating you right or you're stressed or you've worked 90-hour weeks and you this, that's your reward, that's your only downtime. There's all of that stuff um, um, going on with these guys. Okay. Um, uh, one, thing I, I, one thing I'd like to note here that I, I've learned um, working with men is, uh, man, it is okay to look at other women and then, yeah. um, and, and appreciate them. And even, mm. and then if you have a partner, then you can make love with her, have sex, whatever word you use. It's, per- it's perfectly fine. The, as Catherine's pointing out, the moment you, you have to look at, um, some, um, visual thing, mm. uh, like on Instagram, Facebook, or, and you have to go like, just go yeah. wink one off, jerk off, whatever word you get use, then, and yeah. get it out. And it's on a uh, regular basis, whatever your regular basis is. Like you are actually mm-hmm. touching yourself with this uh, stimulation. And then it's yeah. it's a, creating that disconnect between the actual feelings you have for someone instead of just this visual image um, that you're experiencing. All right, just had a phone call come through. <laughs> Okay, we kind of froze there for a second. You okay? Yeah, I had a phone call come through. Sorry. Oh, that. yeah, no problem. It basically yeah. happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so these guys are they're um of oh this is um actually a big thing. Um, any addiction is a, usually avoiding feeling something, um, no matter what the substance is or the medium. Mm-hmm. So I think you mentioned boredom, rejection. Yeah. Is there any others you've come across? Um stressed, anxious, depressed, uh, guys that have ADHD or self-diagnosed ADHD, autism, um, depression, they'll masturbate way more and watch porn way more than uh, the average Joe uh, because they're looking for that, that just that moment, that tunnel vision of feeling good just once in that day or five times in that day or, you know, whatever it is. So but the, the problem is, is it's, it's a catch 22. If, if men don't understand how this all works and how the brain dysfunctions, how you end up with brain damage, how you drain your sexual energy, how you lose your seed and you lose your energy through ejaculation, it's, it's a catch 22. You might feel um, tired and bored and depressed and then you masturbate and you actually feel worse afterwards and then more tired and then more depressed. And it's just this cycle that just keeps going. Um, and then you try and stop for a couple of days and then you're on this cycle of, right, I've got to three days, I just can't go any longer. And then you have to have to masturbate. So I often say to guys, you know, why don't you just masturbate without porn? Like, so I'm all for masturbation. That's actually my, my cure for porn addiction is um, teaching guys conscious self-pleasure. Mm. And if you don't do it a certain way, which is consciously, um, you are literally just draining your life force energy constantly, constantly, and, and, mm. and just paying into that addiction. So, you know, the, the biggest question when guys relapse is, why didn't you just masturbate without the porn? And they're like, oh, and because they can't get it up. That's why. Um, they can't, they're not stimulated. They've lost their imagination, that there is no arousal. And then I say to them, okay, so if there is no arousal and you can't get it up and all of that's happening, do you really think that you turned on? Do you think that's actually happening? 
or did you do it? What was actually happening there? And it's always because they were bored, tired, um, stressed, you know, needing to just give that, give themselves that little reward um, or to relax, to get to sleep or, or whatever. It's never because they're horny. Let me just say that across the board. Guys do not watch porn because they're horny. And I can go into that in more detail if you like, but that's that whole sex drive thing. It's a myth. They don't have a sex drive at all. It's the brain looking for the next fix constantly. Um, it's just a drug addiction in the brain. Yeah, I was, you don't have any sex and sexual energy. I pop, the question just popped up my head. Um, so the the behavior, which is the surface level, if you have these guys jerking off to porn um, and they're avoiding these feelings, um, as we just talked about, because they feel anxious, stressed out, um, rejected, et cetera, et cetera. What what are some common like? What's the source? What is the root um, cause yeah. that you go into? Because, yeah, so psychologists will send guys to me um, and I always ask what the, um, the psych's conclusion was kind of thing of, uh, you know, without knowing their full history and rather than repeating everything, mm-hmm. just tell me what the psych said. And, you know, they go into, well, the addiction, it's an addictive behaviour, you're feeling a void, um, you weren't loved by your dad, blah, blah, blah. I actually call bullshit on all of that and no disrespect to the practitioners out there working with addiction. Um, because I've worked with so many guys and because I know on a scientific level how this, how this addiction works, mm-hmm. if you are exposed to porn, you, you will have an addiction. And the earlier in life that you're exposed to it, the worse it will be and the, the more impact it's going to have on your life. So all it takes is to watch porn to develop this addiction. You don't have to, like, there's always an addiction normally to um, ejaculation first mm. before the porn comes along. So they might have seen the porn, but they're not sitting there with the magazine in front of them at age 10, right? Mm. And they don't really know what masturbation is. So there's a bit of a process there for about five years, maybe three, five years when boys are learning what masturbation is. And, and like, if they've been taught nothing, they're just like, what the hell is happening to my body? There might be a whole lot of shame around it. But that's when they start self-medicating with, um, with masturbation is they get addicted to the ejaculation and the feeling that it creates in their body. And that's when the self-medication starts to, to appease all the emotions that are happening. And this is the biggest, the bigger problem that we have. Suicide rates in men are so high because, and I'm going to tie it into addiction and porn because if 97% of men have porn addiction and it's the number one cause of mental health issues and erectile dysfunction, it gives you brain damage and it affects your emotional expression as a man, then you have to look at the suicide rates because, um, you know, and I've even researched serial killers and it all comes back to porn addiction. A sex addiction is just a porn addiction that's got out of control. Um, you know, and, and if you look at the behaviours of these guys, someone who's watched porn, say, at age five, which is quite common, believe it or not, those men normally have addictions of other things in life. You know, you'll hear people say, I have, I've got an addictive personality, and I call bullshit on that as well. Um, you have an addicted brain, and you're used to having that addictive behavior going on in your life. So when porn becomes boring, because you've been watching it for 10 years when you're 15 already, then you move on to something else like drugs, alcohol. You're looking for anything to 
yes, feel the void, but to feel something, to feel something new, to feel anything because you're so sick of not feeling and being numb. Um, so there's a number of addictions going on with porn addiction. It's ejaculation, you're addicted to um, the stimulus, you're addicted to um, the feeling it gives you and then the actual porn itself. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of links in the chain that we need to rearrange and, and take them out because yeah, that I've never had anyone come to me. Uh, so guys come to me for anxiety, depression, mental health stuff all the time. Mm. Um, and the first question I ask them is how often are you watching porn? And they're like, Oh, I'm not coming to see you for that. And you know, that's irrelevant. And I'm like, no, it's, it's, we have to start there. It's like treating ice addicts for smoking. Like you can't, you know, the, the cause that's sitting there is, is watching porn. That's what the cause is. It, the, watching porn creates the addiction. Mm -hmm. However, there are mental health issues obviously tied into not getting off it. Mm -hmm. So the reason why you don't stop is because you can't because it's a drug addiction. So we get that part of it. But when we do the program, the 90 day program, we dig as deep as we can with all the mental health stuff and all the sabotages, all the childhood traumas. There's normally a sexual experience in there that's no good, um, mm -hmm. either sexual abuse or being taken advantage of, um, you know, all the rejection from women, all of that stuff helps us build a person that's no longer addicted to porn and doesn't even consider themselves um, a, a reformed porn addict. Mm -hmm. So getting them off the porn is the number one, that's the first step we have to do. Mm -hmm. And then you can address all the other stuff to stop them going back on it and using it as a, as a crutch. Mm -hmm. So. That's my short answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like that question. you wrote a book about it, so <laughs> and, yeah. um, it's a ninety-day program. You know, we we're we're, yeah. we're trying to get the highlights here in a uh, podcast. So um, I guess I've learned from experience that people come to a point in their life where there's some particular event, or there's like they have so much like pain in their life because of. We'll take the porn addiction, which is your specialty in this. What are, to give the viewers who are listening um, to some awareness, what are like common uh, like events or things that happen for why guys come to you? What is it that bothers them so much that they, they are comfortable to go to someone and talk about, I might be addicted to porn? Yeah, so my job is um, difficult because in terms of getting clients to come and see me <laughs> because no one believes that they have a porn addiction. Okay. Um, and so planting the seed, that's a huge belief. I have people coming into me that watch it every day and still don't believe that they have a porn addiction. Um, so it's my job is to plant seeds and I'm, that's why I do these interviews. I'm just constantly planting seeds and you can have free stuff. You can watch my videos. You can have my books. Like you just, you just do some stuff on your end because when you come to see me, I know it's confronting. I know you need to be ready and I know that you need to be ready to do the work and you know that as well. So, you know, there's a bit of a process there that, that happens, but the main thing that guys come to see me for is erectile dysfunction. So porn-induced erectile dysfunction is massive and, pardon the pun, and <laughs> probably, probably about 95% of the clients that come and see me. It's really, really high. And about 50% of those guys don't actually know that they have erectile dysfunction. 
because they're still masturbating with porn. Mm. So when you have that stimulus and the trigger is there and you're doing the habit and your brain's addictive, you don't, you're, you get erect, right? But mm. when you take away porn and sex, so we, we don't even count sex anymore because sex taps into the thrill. So guys can get it up for sex and then they lose their erection because the thrill, I call it the thrill erection or the porn erection. Mm. So they get it up because it's all exciting. And then they like two minutes in and they're going, oh God, I've lost my erection. Where's the, where's this? Where's the stimulus? It's not happening, right? Because mm. guys are fast forwarding these things. They're not watching the same video every single day. So imagine sleeping with the same woman every single day. It gets boring because mm. they're not stimulated up here where they need to be. So their penis doesn't react. And when the penis, penis will only get erect through arousal and it's natural arousal. We call it organic sexual energy. So mm. it might be the sun is out, it's beer o'clock, you're, you're being horny for days. That doesn't happen with guys that have a porn addiction. They're just constantly in this hit, crash, hit, crash cycle. Mm -hmm. um, so erectile dysfunction is because they are um, overstimulating their brains and desensitizing their penis. Mm. And that is the number one reason why guys come to see me is because they can't get it up, they can't keep it up, and um, they have premature ejaculation, which is very common. You never used to see this, that guys have impotence and premature ejaculation. It's because they're training their bodies to come as soon as they have the, the, the feeling come on, the orgasm starts and they just ejaculate straight away. So when you do that in masturbation, guess what happens when you have sex? It's the same thing. Okay. So uh, the other one is um, difficulty achieving orgasm. So a lot of men have trouble achieving orgasm either with a woman or, you know, having sex or if she's doing oral or, you know, whatever, because, or even masturbation without a particular stimulus um, and they have to search and search and search and search and search for that to happen. So number one thing is erectile dysfunction. Um, and then the rest is, you know, they, they, they've got no confidence. They're not seeing women. They haven't had sex for two years. So they, they've been avoiding, they, they haven't admitted anything, but once they see my stuff, they start to look at their own behaviors and they go, Oh, fuck. So that's, that's why they contact me. Um, often there's been a lot of points of contact before they, they find me and before they step up. Um, most, it used to be that guys would just come in for a massage and then I'd ask them questions and then that's how we would discover it. But that's kind of changed now. Men are taking responsibility. They're watching my stuff. They're stepping up. It's, it's just amazing that guys are literally walking in with their bags by the time they sit down they are i'm ready to go i gave up two weeks ago i'm i'm already you know i'm already ahead of you kind of thing so mm. so yeah so depression and anxiety is another thing that they come and see me for um but it's more around sexual confidence and performance anxiety um you know 19 to 27 year olds they're all on viagra like <laughs> serious yeah so they've got impotence Premature ejaculation, they're taking Viagra and they've got performance anxiety and they're all below 27 normally. So the, the guys that are coming through are way worse than the older guys. I've got guys in their 70s who have been watching porn for 55 years. So, you know, this doesn't discriminate and these men ha have to start taking a look at their habits. <laughs> Let me just say that. Isn't, isn't, it, isn't it amazing that, well, besides the lack of sex education that we talked about earlier, that men seem to, they go to porn and then they form their self image of this is who I am during sex. 
which I mentioned earlier, I go, I always go extreme because it opens people's eyes. You know, you got the 12 inch throbbing cock bigger than my six foot five arm and, and I'm lasting one hour. And then by repeatedly doing this and putting yourself and they put themselves in that position in their imagination, when they actually meet with an actual woman, yeah, all goes away and their ego goes and then they get depressed and the actual opposite ends up happening. So, um, yeah, guys, if you're listening and, um, yeah, you're, you're create what's happening. seems to be happening is you're creating the self image of the sex God you want to be without actually being with a woman. And the woman's like, what the, why is it still yeah. down? And then you're like, Oh, um, not bashing yeah. happened to me too. Yeah. And like, it just, just, yeah. just sits there floppy, floppy, floppy. And yeah. it's like, Oh my God, I am, I am a horrible man. I am not, I am not the man. I'm just horrible. And it's just like, it's yeah. so humiliating. And, it, and it's very, and it is for guys, but it's also humiliating for the women because unless you are um, a nasty cow <laughs> and you're going to you know, pick on someone in that moment, yeah. most women feel very awkward around lack of erections because we just take it personally straight away. We think mm. it's us. Mm. And I've mm. had men blame it on me. And I've heard men many times in my practice blame it on women. They'll say, oh, the women I'm sleeping with aren't attractive or they're ugly or you know, I'm not, not attracted to my wife anymore. That's why it's happening. And I just stand there and take a deep breath and I'm like, it's the porn. It's not your wife, you know, and the women need some education around this. And I'm going to start doing some workshops because uh, I am treating couples as well. And we're trying to bring it all together now, mm. not just tr- treat the men. I'm trying to treat the problem. Um, oh. And it is global. It's, it's, it's full on. The women need some tools to actually have the standard to begin with that you won't sleep with someone and you won't be with someone if they're watching porn. Um, And it's got nothing to do with the moral side of things. It's just Mm. that if you want a conscious man to show up in your bedroom and in your life and be your children's father, Mm. he can't do that if he's watching porn because he's Mm. he's got an addictive brain. He's got brain damage. His memory is focused. His concentration. He's not here, right? So you can't be a conscious man if you watch porn. Simple as that, right? And there's a lot of leaders out there doing men's work um, who I'm trying to approach because we need to filter this down through the ranks. And the guys at the top are watching porn and they have porn addictions and they won't touch me. Pardon the pun again. They won't go near me in terms of letting me interview them. They won't let me talk to their guys. They won't They won't do any joint ventures or they're not interested. They just. They just black ban me saying well we don't have women in our in our group and we don't do this and I'm like okay so do you watch porn and they're like and it's always yes so I'm trying to get to these leaders so that we can filter this as a ripple effect down through the ranks Um, because if it doesn't start with the teachers with the sports coaches with the you know sports clubs and the presidents and the schools and and all of that stuff then we're going to miss all, all the kids are going to fall through the cracks. Um, you know, and as a single woman, I cannot find a man to sleep with. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're all impotent. They're all really um, inappropriate in the way that they speak to me. They don't honor me. It's, It's porn language. And this is on text. I can't even get a date because they don't get to the point where um, they have respected me, shown interest in me and actually treated me like you should be treated. Um, you know, and, and I do all of this so that my daughter can come into this world. She's 12 years old. She's mm. already been talking about the guys at school that have been watching porn. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. and none of the schools 
not none. A lot of the schools won't mm -hmm. won't address it. Um, I'm trying to go into high schools. I just haven't had the time and the, the clones to actually do that yet. But you know, we're, this this has to happen from the top down. The government has to step in and and get age restrictions on verification and things like that. Like this is a massive problem. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm just the president of pornography <laughs> and everyone calls me the porn lady. <laughs> the porn lady. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's really interesting. Um, that the, the, um, the men that you talk about who are the leaders or the top men won't do interviews. Um, I personally don't know yeah. these men. I'm going to throw out a blanket statement. It's nothing personal. Just, this is my lens of the world and through my own experience of having my ego run the show. Well, it still does at times because we're all human. Um, if someone challenges you and you go, ooh, if you feel that, ooh, then go, yeah. excuse me, can you ask that one more time? I'm going to write this question down and write down my answer. Um, yeah. Um, step into it. Into step into it. Um, yeah. um, one thing I want to personally re reiterate, um, this is my big thing. You're not going to live forever. And... So um, I gave this advice on a video the other day. Um, this actually ties really good. Let me put it all together because it just popped in my head. So Catherine mentioned you go through this hit, crash, hit, crash cycle of wanting to, uh, uh, you, you, you want to jerk off the porn and then you crash after you've had the hit and this repeats over and over again. X amount of time goes by. One year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years. And then at some point, it sounds like you'll realize, oh my God, this is, this is not good. Well, guess what? Your kids are probably going to do it too because you are a role model for them. So if your kids are important, keep that in mind. Also, go visit an old person's home, a nursing home, a hospital, and talk to the old people. Ask them about their lives and ask them what they regretted in life. Now tell me, when you're on your, when you're on your deathbed and you're like, oh my God, I felt I'm so proud of the fact that I jerked off to some woman who was acting on the internet. Oh my God, that was the great, I fulfilled my life's purpose. If you can answer yes to that question, oh, then you are lying. I am very passionate about this personal point. Um, I, I personally, I look at, ah, let me get to my question before I go off on a, a personal sermon around on my soapbox. Because um, I, I, I like to, I, I, I understand people sit to, I understand what's happened because I've been through it too. Yep. And so I will yep. come back to this question, which is actually very <laughs> fitting for this right now. Um, if we look um, as having a porn addiction, mm -hmm. as an opportunity to learn and grow, what are some things the men you've worked with have either been thankful for or have learned that way they would not have if they had not had the porn addiction? So that's an interesting question because the, the growth doesn't occur or can't occur until the moment you actually have the awareness around the fact that there's a problem there. Okay. Um, Otherwise, there is no growth. There's no, there's no, they don't even flag it. If they don't think they've got a porn addiction, they're not even flagging any of, any of it. The behavior, the actual addiction, what it leads to, the brain damage, blah, blah, blah. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't acknowledge it. So while you're in it, there is no growth. It's only afterwards that it occurs because men don't even tell their partners, right? So if they get busted, they just lie 
about, you know, there's this secrecy around it. So during it, there's, um, it's, it's when they step up and go, okay, I've got a problem and they reach out or they read my book or whatever. That's when we get the ball rolling on the growth um, and the consciousness around it as well. So the biggest thing they get out of it is they become more sexual and they realize that they hadn't even turned up in this world, let alone um, been present. So you only know what you know, and you've only known porn since you were four, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, and you're now in your 40s. And you actually haven't had proper sex, connected sex. You haven't learned to have um, uh, an orgasm without ejaculation. You haven't learned to have multiple orgasms. You haven't learned to um, do breath work and have full body orgasms. You haven't learned to be able to do that with someone else. So the biggest thing I love when I do my treatments and these guys are shaking and their whole body's moving and they're crying and they're sweating and their hands are tingly and they're like, they just don't understand what's happening. And they just look at me and they're like, what the fuck? And, and where have I been? And how is this in existence? And I didn't even know it existed. And I'm like, that's how you're meant to feel when you have sex. That's how you're meant to feel when you're connecting with someone the tingles, the emotions, the experiences, even with a one-night stand, to have that full-blown connection where you just mashed into each other's faces. These guys don't realise what they're missing out on until they step into this kind of circle of healing. And when they do, um, initially they're a bit scared because they think I'm just a woman slapping them on the wrist saying, don't watch porn, it's bad for you. Mm. Um, but that's my big campaign. I'm going to make you more sexual, more connected. You know, And they look back... And the porn has been, um, you know, they've always been under the influence of porn and their lives just change immensely. Their energy picks up, their um, sexual energy starts to pick up. They start to get erections in the morning again. Their dick starts to work. Like they can have sex with their partners. They can hold erections. They can last longer. Like all of it is what I teach. And these guys wouldn't have found that out unless they had a porn addiction. Okay, guys, I was going to ask this question, but Catherine answered it. Um, the whole, this is how you feel and live, um, guys, naturally, in my opinion, my opinion, won't kind of connect with that at first because they're like, mm, what do you mean? It's not like a, but as she just said, if you're, if you're, if, if you're, if your manhood is hanging down all the time, um, if you see this video once on YouTube, this is my finger, and it's like this when you're like with the person you love and you absolutely yeah. were attracted to and now it's just down the porn is removed and then you have this energy which we can't really describe unless you subjectively experience it but physically this thing yeah. will go up without the viagra without the, yeah. the you know doing the tantric sex move where you have to get flexible and do yoga every morning to do it you're just with her it goes up you have you yeah. last longer and you have an orgasm with the woman you love yeah. keep that in mind so yeah this is the thing like there's so many benefits to getting off porn it's it's actually um limitless and you know and, and and everyone's different and people text me all the time i make sure my clients just text me anytime with any breakthroughs with any triumphs and they're like woohoo erections in the morning oh my god i just had a full body experience and i didn't even have an erection like you know these guys are experiencing stuff that i'm teaching them but you can only ever teach as much as you can when you do body work. Mm. And then it's up to the person to then 
do the work at home. And that's why all my guys get masturbation homework. That's why I'm giving it to your guys um, today that are watching. Um, and this two-week exercise is designed to for them to find out where they're at. So there's no porn. You have to masturbate under certain conditions. You have to close your eyes. You have to do the breathing. You're not allowed to clench and flex your bum because when you're doing that, guys are normally trying to come or they're trying to keep their um, erection oh. you know, active. Yeah. Yep. So we have to relax the body and let the energy flow. And when people do this task, they think, oh, yeah, masturbation for two weeks. This is all right. But it's called a challenge for a reason because you take away porn, your dick doesn't work. You take away porn, you can't come. You take away porn, nothing works. You don't even know how your brain works. You don't know what to think about. Um, we start to see there's no imagination. There's no sexual energy. There's no um, erection. There's no orgasm. And that's why it's there. It's there to design to, for you to find out in the privacy of your own home where you're at with this and, and the damage that porn has actually done to you rather than, you know, me telling you and you're not kind of listening, not really agreeing with me, having your own opinions because that's not you. Guess what? It, it, it's 100% <laughs> of guys. There's only a couple of guys that I've met that don't have erection issues. Uh, literally 5%. That's it. Thousands and thousands of men. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's what we want to do is make men more sexual, get your dick up and get you connected to women so that you can have amazing, crazy sex. Awesome. I mean, that, that <laughs> I, yeah. Amazing, crazy sex with your dick up. Who, who would not want that? Like who, uh, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, people. That should be normal. Yeah. Yeah. It used so, to be normal. <laughs> uh, it used to be normal. So um, I was going to ask this, but um, I'm going to, I'm going to, if I get the links, I'll put them in the description. Where can they find sure. your uh, two week masturbation challenge? Or are you going to so, describe it here? Um, yeah. So uh, there's an actual landing page, but we can give them the links when we release uh, the podcast. Sure. Um, and so it's just a web page. They go on, they put their email address in and all the documents are sent to them and you get a uh, week one, masturbation training week two and then there's a um a tracking sheet that goes with it so you get to actually fill in every single day what's happening you, you mark your erections out of 10 whether you had sex and porn and masturbation and in a, and you'll look at that after two weeks and you'll be able to see oh my god i'm not even exercising or the days that i drank water i had more sexual energy or you know the days that i masturbated i, I went down in energy you know, all of that stuff is 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 in there. Mm. Um, so they can get the link um, off you, and I'll also give you the eBay um, eBay free ebook link as well. Sorry, not eBay. Are we going to sell your free yeah. ebook on eBay? Yeah, let's sell it That's for funny. free on eBay. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get the ebook link up as well. Um, they can find it on my website as well. Uh, it's integratedmenshealth.com.au. Mm integratedmenshealth.au okay dot integratedmenshealth.com.au yeah that's right okay right. Just, yep back <laughs> so uh yeah Catherine, thank you for joining today this has been an amazing discussion and as i said before um listeners i hope you learn at least one thing from this that improves the quality of your life or someone else's yeah. life it's great to have Catherine from a female point of view on here who works with men and then my kind of point of view of having my own experience um, and understanding that, you know, it's not, um, it's not me, it's my ego getting in the way. So, okay. Uh, thank you for joining and we'll talk soon.
All right. Thank you for having me. All right.